The Rebel Leadership Podcast, a refreshing take on authentic leadership told through real stories. Let's smash the status quo and change how leaders lead once and for all. Today on Rebel Leadership Podcast, we're going to be talking about innovation and how innovation is driven from purpose with innovation, leadership, and brand. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Craig is is actually my cohort here in, in, as in the strategy area and branding. And we have a lot of conversations specifically around companies that are looking either to position themselves as, as an innovative company, but the question is, are they truly innovative? So Craig, what is the definition of innovation in, in regards to how it, it penetrates a company and how a company needs to demonstrate it? Yeah, and I think one of the things um, that I have found challenging over the years is innovation means different things to different people. One of the best definitions that I came across uh, was by a gentleman by the name of Dr. Ken Hudson. And he defined innovation as the creation, development, and implementation of a new product, process, or service with the aim of improving efficiency, effectiveness, or competitive advantage. And I want to break that down a little bit because um, it's the outcomes you're trying to create with innovation of efficiency, effectiveness, and competitive advantage. And what I appreciate about that, that definition, whether it's product, process, or service, Oftentimes, people think of innovation as that big thing, you know, that, that big change, that big explosive yeah. transformative yeah. change. And, and that's not what it is. It's about making things more efficient, more effective, and creating an advantage. But we're, I mean, we've, we've come across this in our travels through our careers of companies that come stagnant, complacent in their, in their, in their place in the market. Competitors are creeping up and becoming innovative. And then all of a sudden, they want to turn it on. I, I've always used the definition of innovation is that innovation for innovation's sake is is truly uh, exercise of futility. Yes. So innovation has to have purpose. I mean, how do companies? How should companies look at that, and, and where do they start? I, I think where it starts is an understanding that the world is constantly changing. So it's it, the reason you can't be static is because life is not static. The world is not static. Absolutely. And we have to be constantly evolving and changing with the world as it is changing. Mm-hmm. And when you sit still, that's when you lose control. And then the world controls you instead of you controlling the world. It has to be driven, particularly in business, it has to be driven by the top. Because if leadership demonstrates that they are not comfortable or complacent with where they are today, no matter how successful you are, that feeds through the rest of the organizational culture. Yeah. I mean, we see that with brands today and, and we'll, we'll say even some of the super mega brands that their leadership truly defined their brand. Um, you know, we all could think about Steve Jobs and Apple, but even Sir Richard Branson of, of uh, Virgin Enterprise, you know, he was a rebel, no pun intended here, but he was a rebel, which created the rebelliousness of a brand like Virgin, which was in telecommunications, airlines, music, right? And, and um, talk about a rebellious brand. So that was an innovative company and, yes. and leadership does drive innovation. Would you agree? I, I do. And, and in fact, I think it's essential. And I think, but the, the other challenge of, of leadership driving innovation is that the leader themselves cannot be the sole source of the innovation. In other words, it has to pervade the culture. The idea of 
collaboration for innovation through through different mindsets. You know, I, I've been involved with companies that are really starting to determine what is the best process of innovation. And the one that I've seen work the best, and I'm not sure your, your thoughts on this, but is the one you bring all different minds together and through the hierarchy of um, the organization, not just leadership, but the, the ones that are on the front lines that are either on the production floors or uh, in the field. And uh, I've seen some of the greatest ideas come from some of those individuals. A couple of sayings come to mind for me, which is there's no one of us that's as good as all of us. So when you collaborate and align together all the resources that you have and go in with the attitude that the best thinking wins, it becomes less pride of ownership of one's individual idea and it becomes collective ownership of the best idea. And that's when magic really happens. When you have, an, when you have a, an organization that's completely aligned and collaborating with each other in a common direction and purpose, amazing things happen. I mean, we're seeing, I, I mean, I know you and I have been, been seeing a lot of uh, rebel clients, for, for example, trying to redefine their, their organization. And, and some of them are in trying to introduce innovation where there may never have really been known as an innovative company. Um, but we're seeing that. And I think, is it the sign of the times now that it sees this moment because you're going to be left behind when we come out of this? To, to use another saying, nothing drives action like a compelling <laughs> event. In this particular case, the compelling event forced all of us to think differently about how we're living our lives and how we're running our businesses. You, you look at certain industries, for example, the fitness industry, you know, and you look at gyms uh, across the country and how they've been restricted from, from either how they run their operation or they may not be allowed to run their operations at all. And then I look at a company, um, and you and I have talked about this, like Peloton, which seized mm -hmm. the moment on this opportunity for being able to continue one's health and wellness and exercise yes. at home. Yeah. Um, and, and they're just stomping on it. And Zoom is another right. example. We do look at other um, industries that this is for, I can't tell you how many times I've, I've heard clients and, and business leaders that I've spoken to that says, this has forced our industry to move where it was going to eventually move to. Yes. But now we're, we have to do it today. K through 12, all the way through higher ed. They are now being forced to re-innovate their delivery system. And I, I, I talk, about, talk about innovation where now it needs to drive their brand. You know, much, many of these campuses, I'm going to speak specifically around higher ed, they're saying, okay, well, you can take classes at home. What is your value proposition and how does that differentiate you? Because the methodology of delivery is all the same. But now and, you've and, got to look at differentiation. And also what level of creativity are you going to engage in right. to make that happen? So using the college as an example, you know, and you talked about it, being on the campus for, for those of us that went to, were fortunate enough to go to college where that campus experience and that campus life was one of the differentiators. Right. And, and albeit this may be temporary, but now you're taking the same student that has had to leave that piece of it behind. Yep. How do you keep that vibe going in instruction and in socialization so that they yeah. don't lose that connection with the school they wanted to be at? It's very right. difficult. Yeah. I think the, the first ones I, that are truly going to do the sort of, I guess, set the standard on higher on, on distance learning is going to win. Um, Absolutely. And I know that they're working with, with some of the high tech uh, uh, 
industry leaders um, on innovation. And I think we'll be seeing something really soon um, on how this delivery method, just as you talk about Zoom as being one, there's gonna be some new innovation that's gonna be driven from this pandemic. I would like to touch upon the concept of branding. And a lot of it is defined by how it looks or the image it creates. But there's so much more than that. And I, and I think this is a time not only to understand the purpose and the aim of innovation, but also to understand the purpose and the aim of brand. I'd, I'd like you to respond to that. Without intent and without purpose, innovation is just for innovation's sake. So as I think as, you, as we think about this in regards to brand, and let's just talk about how that lives within the organization, the employee population, the culture of the organization, which now, again, as, as there are less people going into the office, I think there's going to be struggle with building brand culture. So the, we need to think innovative of how do we strengthen that internal brand culture that also impacts mentorship within an organization, which then ultimately delivers on that brand promise. So when we think about innovation, I think we have to start from the inside out. And from the intent of the innovation purpose to how does the, that innovation brand culture live within the organization? So experience from a customer's point of view is, wow, that's a, that was amazing. Even if it's an online experience, and again, we're, we're utilizing technology now for e-commerce, for shopping our grocery store, groceries to shop in that, everything, pharmaceuticals even. So as we are less tactile, how do we demonstrate that experience and that and do that through culture and do that through every touch point you can? Yeah, so. and I, I think you bring up a, a good point, which gets back to what we were talking about with innovation. The challenge, particularly during this period of time, is how do we clearly define it where all elements of it are engaged? So it's the leadership, it's the employees, it's our target no. audiences, but it, this is more than an image. And this is, you know, image and logos for the sake of image and logos doesn't do the day. It means nothing. It means right. nothing. Right. So it, it starts with other fundamentals that have to happen and it's more involved than just the look. So I, I, I'd like to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I, I think, are we, are we looking at, you know, just adding words and, and slick logos and brand identity systems that make you look innovative or truly is it real um, that you live it, breathe it. And is the leadership not only talking the talk, but walking the walk. You are what you, what you represent. And, yes. you know, when we talk about leadership, um, it is what everyone's looking at. And it is where strategic moves are made. And if those strategic moves are hesitant, they become complacent. And they say it's working. Now, we've heard leadership talk like this before. It's working. And I don't need to do anything different right now. Yeah. And what's interesting is when you put it that way, it, it's think about the relationships that you have with people. You don't establish a friendship and say, well, it's working. There's not, nothing more I have to do with it. Right. Right. Or, or relationship. Or gee, Perfect. Exactly. Yep. I, I'm, I'm now married. I, there's nothing I have to do for my, my marriage. You know, right. I just going to sit on the couch and eat potato chips and do nothing. That's, that's right. Because <laughs> that's the kind of guys we are. Um, but but I, I think it it's about this character and integrity of what it is that you're doing, why it is that you're doing it, and the fact that you need to do it every single day. And you have to yeah. do it in a way that understands when the market shifts, you have to shift. 
and you and I have talked about this, but I, I think it's important to talk about the four pillars of branding and, and right. how they connect and why it's important. Yeah. I mean, the, the, from the identity to the content, to the positioning, to the experience, you know, using those four pillars um, and positioning, I believe, is the first pillar. You have to define who you are, establish that clarity of this is what we stand for. This is how we differentiate, believable, compelling, relevant, and different. And just be able to say, we can not only say this, but more importantly, we can do this. And, you know, when you get past the content of, of what that is, um, so often companies don't get to the final step. It's It's sort of like, Right. You know, buying the car, but you don't have the keys in your hand. And, and to me, it's, it's the activation. And successful companies make performance management of the brand integral to the operation of their employees. So, for example, most employees in, in established companies have goals and objectives, and they get performance reviews. Good branding companies make sure that one of those, those milestones and one of those objectives is to make sure that their responsibilities are activating what the brand stands for. And when that happens, it's incredible how the power of a brand becomes successful. You're right. And that goes all the way from recruitment, all the way yes. through final delivery of whatever that product or service is. Yep. So it, it really is um, the fabric for outstanding companies. And we all have experienced that um, type of uh, brand that touches on all points from the first time you, you create awareness of that brand to uh, purchasing it, to receiving it and opening up that package. Um, again, those are, the, those are the brands that have thought of it all the way through to every touch point. Classic example, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. To me, Apple is, and I know oftentimes we, we talk about it too much, but, but Apple is a classic case. Yeah. When, when they build a product, when Steve Jobs was, was still leading it, he said the, the inside of whatever device we make has to be as elegant and clean and as simple looking as the outside. When, mm -hmm. when you receive an Apple product and you see the way it's packaged, minimalistic, clean, unencumbered, right? Mm -hmm. typically, yeah, those yeah. Package, typically those packages only have the Apple symbol on them. Right. And, and of course, who are the people that make that happen? Well, you got people in operations, production, manufacturing. Yeah. You've got people in customer service. Look at an Apple store. Right. So it, the whole thing extends from the top to the touch points. Yeah. And every touch point is a communication of the brand. That's the sign of a powerful brand. Yeah. They, they, sh they truly showcase their products. And you said, like you said, from the packaging, when you open it up and it's like, ah, it truly <laughs> almost, there should be sound effects when you open up a, a package like that right. to walking into the store. Um, and they don't, there's no inventory on the floor. It's all hidden and they're just showcasing the product. So they, they truly believe in presentation. And I guess the last thing, and, and we've dealt with this before, and, and you, you alluded to it when you were saying, you know, image and logos and design and whatever without purpose is nothing, right? Yeah. So the, to use the phrase unsexy, if that's a phrase, the unsexy part of where brand begins is, the, as you talked about, the fundamentals and the strategy. It's the words mm -hmm. and yeah. every word matters. Yeah. So as you do brand value propositions, and you mentioned it earlier, believable, compelling, and different, relevant, they have to clearly state without, again, distraction, <laughs> what the brand stands for, all of the surrounding artistry and the, and the magic and things will come from that. But it's the, it's the science and art of creating yes. what you stand for. 
when you combine the science and the strategy with the art and the creativity, now you've really nailed it. No doubt. Absolutely. Well, my friend, it's great talking with you. Nice talking with you. And uh, I'm sure we'll see you on the uh, some brand discovery that we'll be leading probably this afternoon. Probably this afternoon, yeah. <laughs> All right, my friend. Well, listen, brand on. Brand on. Thank you, Paul. I'll talk to you soon. You got you it. You got it. Bye-bye.